and welcome to the S Word Live. My name is Renee Rebar, sales strategist, TEDx speaker, and author, and I'm going to talk about how to avoid turning LinkedIn into Tinder. What? <laughs> so, who here has a LinkedIn account? Me. Who here loves LinkedIn? Me. I love LinkedIn. I love all social platforms that help me connect with great people. Now, what makes people great is oftentimes how I treat them. They often reflect that. Let me know if you agree with me in the comments. So say hello as you join. I am joining you running the S Word Live show today from sunny Detroit, Michigan. I am not always in Detroit, but today I am. And today I have heard some disturbing trends, some questionable strategies from some so-called LinkedIn experts and I want to get your attention so that I can help you avoid turning LinkedIn into the business version of Tinder. What's up Linda Catling? Hello, say hello as you join. Share this with a friend who you know is using LinkedIn. So I want to tell you a little story to give you some context around this particular strategy that I'm going to share with you. Hey Wendy, how are you? Wendy is in Guantanamo Bay. Woohoo! So, on LinkedIn, this particular wonderful smart woman, she has a great account there. She is a high-end business coach. Her entry-level offer is $1,000 and she charges highly up to $10,000, $30,000 for some of her services. So, when we discussed where she should best hang out, those people that might best be her candidates, she decided together that LinkedIn would be, the, would be the choice. Great, I agree, that's fantastic. So she went on her way and she was struggling with, well, what do I say and how do I say it so that the right people will show up to, to talk to me, right? Okay, that makes sense, sure. But I'll always say, content alone does not equal sales and definitely more content does not equal sales. So what I always say is it doesn't matter whether it's in person or LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or anywhere else that you meet someone, a connection can turn into a sale if handled correctly. So let me continue on with the story. So she was struggling with what to say, so she went in search of a high-end LinkedIn strategist. <laughs> so this person that she found, I will not say this person's name, but this person that she found charged over $2,000 for what ended up being basically a content calendar. Post this, this many times a day, and these times, and when this person does this, go and send them this message, and, and make at least 100 connections a day, and 1,000 connections a week, and or I guess it wouldn't really add up, but 700 plus 100 a day. Um, so she was really pushing it. So have you ever heard advice like that? If you have, it's not your fault, because it's definitely a perpetuated, unforgivable, <laughs> I think, um, strategy that I just don't agree with. So here's the deal. You never want to have any platform be the place where you try to blast people, right? So what is wrong with this strategy? Let's first, let's break it down. So we first and foremost, when it comes to any platform, especially LinkedIn, it's not about volume. Can I get a heck yes? Can I get a, I don't need more volume in my life. I don't need more posts to connect with the right people. Because if you want to connect with the right people, Ultimately, it's about quality, not quantity. So that's the first myth that I wanna blast out. The second thing is, it's not about posting so many times or at these certain times, it's about what you say, not how many times you say it. So that is another key strategy. The other thing is, 
don't try to make connections. I don't try to make it like a number. Like, oh, I want to get 100 connections today because that just sounds right. Turn down the volume, right? That just sounds like ish kabibble. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Bertie. Hey, Linda. Hey, Wendy. How are you? Say hello as you join. Um, that just sounds like a hit it and quit it kind of strategy, like where you're treating people like numbers. So when you start to treat people, humans, like a data point, that is the first determining factor that you might be on the wrong strategy and it might be something that's not gonna be able to A, last, or B, develop quality leads. Because one of the other things that this particular woman was saying was she wanted to develop quality leads. She wanted to find quality people that were ready to buy what she had, they were on the right point of their buying cycle and had the money to do it, right? And so I get that, I understand that, I 100%, as a salesperson for the last 20 years, I know about prospecting, I know about qualifying leads, I know about turning an interaction into a sale, I get it. And so when someone is enticed by a so-called expert, that volume is the answer, that, oh goodness gracious, if you just say this and you make these 100 connections and then you say this, people were, were getting upset with her because she was following this program's advice that she bought into, God help her. She's a very smart woman, again, it's not her fault, but I wanted to come out and address it because if you're also hearing this advice, I don't want you to fall prey to it. So if you're under the advice where, oh, you gotta make 100 connections and you've gotta send them this blasted message, <laughs> I'll help you get this and I'll do this for you. Have you ever, have you ever responded to that yourself? Have you ever received those and then responded to them? There's a great lesson that my first sales manager ever had us do. So we were in Manhattan, okay? And he had us take out single dollar bills, um, cash, cash money, 20 single dollar bills. He's like, if you can give these away in Times Square, I'll make that 20 into 100. So he's like, but you have to be honest. <laughs> You know, he had no way of tracking it. So we literally went into Times Square, New York City. This is Rewind the Tape, 1994. And he's like, just give them away. But you can't say anything. Just, just hand them out. Hand them out. Hand them out. Hand them out. And you can't tell them why. You can't tell them the story around it. You can't tell them your sales manager is going to turn it into $100 if you can give out 20 You just have to hand them out. Guess how many of us actually got rid of all of our $20? Not one person. Because people don't just want this, 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 this. Oh my gosh, my brother, I love him to death. Nick, if you're listening. <laughs> when he was two, I would sit next to him at the dinner table. He's like, want some, want some, want some, want some. I'm like, no, I don't want any. Stop trying to feed me. So at the end of the day, making those 100 connections, blasting people with messages inside of LinkedIn, and or trying to hand out single dollar bills to strangers, even if it's cold, hard cash, they still are like, who are you? And why are you talking to me right now? It's not just New Yorkers, it's everybody. So at the end of the day, what I'm encouraging you to do is to treat people like individuals. So is LinkedIn a great platform? You betcha. So is Facebook, so is Instagram, because guess what? There's a lot of, there's a lot of overlap, and it just depends on the mood that I'm in as to which platform I might tune into. More of you does not mean better connections. What would make a better connection is personalizing it. So when you do, so, so when you do have someone that wants to connect, that is engaging with you, look at them as a human. And something I tell a lot of my students is, why don't you look them up? You know, it's hard for us to sell to a thousand people if we can't sell to one. So focus on the one person. You know, one of my favorite writers of all time, she's teaching writing right now. Um, she says, you know, remember in the middle school days when we would write a letter to our friend, 
treat each person like that. Like where you're actually just writing a letter to a friend. You're not trying to like sell them something. And you've heard me say that before too on this S word live is don't go in and be like, I want to sell you. Instead, go in, go into LinkedIn, continue the conversation, do make a connection, but make it genuine. Look them up, have something nice to say. Like, oh, I like those sunflowers. I like sunflowers too. Or, oh, that shirt looks like JLo's green dress. Oh yeah, that's why I wore it today. So <laughs> ultimately, I'm going to encourage you to, to use what it comes natural to you. So especially, because this is who I work with, women who sell to other women, business professionals selling to other business professionals. We're not all about the chit chat. We don't need to know everything about, you know, the cough that what you put in your coffee this morning and what color your nails are. Although that's fun to talk about sometimes. It is also exciting to talk about business. We're both in business. We love talking about business. So let's talk about business too. So LinkedIn is a place that I love to go to talk about business and to talk about quality in, in information that I have found that I wanted to share. And then those people that engage with me, I will ask them more questions. You've heard me say that here too. Great salespeople ask great questions. Good salespeople have a good pitch. Great salespeople ask great questions. Oh, Irina says, hello. Hey, yes. Let's talk about business. So what can you do on LinkedIn to avoid turning it into Tinder? Don't worry about volume. Don't try to make it all about the numbers and do treat people like individuals and you will build a strong network that you can rely on and depend on for the next 10 years. We're about to go into a new decade. It's so exciting. And I want to encourage you to use this platform and the next to your advantage with those same principles. You can sell, it can feel great, and it can be simple and fun. I'll tune in to you next week when I am back on the S Word Live again. See you guys soon, bye.